Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello and welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is Jacinth Ivey. Coming to us from the UK, she is an author. Her book is called It's Okay to Be Different. It's about reigniting your passion and fulfilling your dreams, and I just love that. She's worked a lot to share this message in different settings as a speaker, as a trainer, as a person who just knows some stuff. Jacinth, welcome to Live on Purpose Radio. Thank you, Dr. Paul. It's a pleasure to be here, and it's a pleasure to be talking to you all the way from England. Well, the honor and pleasure is all mine. And I was excited to get this introduction from a mutual friend of ours who's been on the show before, Camelita Nuttall, um, who you know has a lot of energy. Oh, she has masses of energy, masses, masses of it. So some of that energy is carrying over as you and I start this conversation. Jacinth, I know everyone has a story, has a journey that gets them to where they are. And you didn't just magically poof into a position of influence where you're a published author and a speaker and you show up on global summits. You've got a story. You've had a journey, and I would love to hear a little bit about that. Would you share with us some of that story today, whatever you feel is relevant? Oh, absolutely. So if I start at the beginning or my beginning, so I'm the fifth of five children. And so anybody who's the fifth of five children will know that you are the odd one out. And Mm. you're odd simply because... Things come in sixes, dinner sets come in sixes, dining table come in sixes. And of course, I always had the odd thing, the odd one out. (laughs) But 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 joking, joking aside, I grew up in a very um, happy, very vibrant household, but one that really um, education was key. You know, we all had to get an education. We all needed to do the best that we could. We were all told that you need to work twice as hard as anybody else. Um, And within that environment, I actually didn't pass my exams. So I was one of the odd ones out in the family. I didn't pass my exams. Um, I didn't do what my parents expected me to do at all. Um, I kind of just drifted and did my own thing. And so I was odd compared to the rest of my siblings and always felt different. Always felt I didn't quite fit in. I didn't quite belong. Maybe I was a little bit of a disappointment to my parents. And and that was kind of my early early childhood memories. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, and so... I left school without very much education, without very many qualifications. I drifted for a while, and then my father said, "You've got to do something." Mm-hmm. You know that order that says you've got to do something, and so 
I went into nursing. And what was interesting at the time that the only options I was given were to work in a factory, to do secretarial work, or perhaps to do nursing. And so I, I drifted into nursing and became a nurse, became a very good nurse, passed my exams first time. You really passed good job. my exams first time. Fantastic. I left. I did my pub, um, midwifery, so I'm a trained midwife, and delivered lots of babies, did my public health nursing, all of which I passed first time. And so then actually I realized I am good at something. You know, I am good at something. And one of my early childhood memories, and I don't know how many people this has affected during their school life, where actually I was told, you'll never be any good at maths. You'll never make anything of yourself. Uh. So I had those early childhood memories from school, my parents' disappointment, um, but I was determined in my own mind to do something for myself, even though I felt like I just didn't quite fit in. And that kind of seemed to be a constant in my life of not quite fitting in. I got married, and of course you get married. I got married at 23. What is it that every 23-year-old wants when they get married? Children, a family. That didn't materialise, so I couldn't do that. Um, and all the feelings around that as well, and people's expectations of a 23-year-old just married, when are you starting a family? Mm. And so that was very different as well in my life. In my career, there were ups and downs and challenges to get to senior positions. So everything always seemed to be a fight. It's a struggle. Everything, Dr. Paul, was a struggle. You said several times during this introduction that you didn't fit in or, or you didn't feel that you fit in. Things were different for you. Mm. And I'm seeing here that that has developed for you into a very important and powerful theme. It's okay to be different. Absolutely. Maybe if you feel like you don't fit in, this is a good sign somehow. It's a good sign because it means you're, you're, you're being unique, you're authentic, you're living on purpose. So we often, I think society sometimes wants us to conform. And I just never fit into what society wanted me to conform to, as a lot of people don't fit in. And so actually, it's really important to know that it's okay not to fit in, that actually not fitting in is good, because the amount of value that you can add with that difference that you bring yes. is phenomenal. It took a little while for you to discover this, yes. and maybe repeated experiences with, hey, you're different, hey, you're different, at the, getting this message in different ways. and. Incidentally, I'm, I'm a little upset at some of the messages that we send to children. Yeah. Like some of the ones that you heard. Yes. Somehow implying that if you don't fit in or if you're different, something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and some of the people that I've worked with, they have had um, 
what I would class as, between you and I, unrealistic expectations of their children. So perhaps they're wanting to live out things that they didn't achieve through their children or because they're successful or because they're, you know, um, my, my mother's a professor. So because, you know, their education is everything for them, they have that expectation of their children. Right. And so the pressure that is put on a child from their parents when actually as a child, what is it? We all just want to be loved. Yes. We want to feel loved. We want to feel safe. We want to feel secure because that's actually how we grow. That's how we develop. That's how we kind of, you know, morph into our purpose and into the hum human being that we were supposed to be. Right. And so for some parents, that's really difficult because they demonstrate or think that they're demonstrating their love by saying, by trying to influence the outcome for their children. Right. Or in some cases, it reflects their own insecurity about, am I a good enough parent? And I'm yeah. going to measure that by what my child does. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> absolutely. But there is something about the, something from the parent that is being put onto that right. child to make them feel different. So, You've spent some time uh, from your own experience, from this story that you've shared with us, and also as a professional who, who trains and teaches these principles, you've spent some time identifying certain habits or strategies that, that people can employ to achieve what we would call success. And maybe we need to be careful about how we define success. Different people yeah. define it differently. Share with us, if you would, uh, Justin, what you've learned about that. What, what leads us into that success path? Or maybe if you want to talk about what that even means first, that would be good. Uh, and I think so, because I think success is measured. Um, you measure that against yourself. You don't measure it against somebody else because that becomes competitive. And that's where when right. we start to measure ourselves against others and we don't measure up, we say we are a failure. Mm. Because if we're not measured up to what we perceive as success, then perhaps we've failed. And so we need to define our own success. And for me, some of the principles are really about one of the things that I learned very on was to really understand, actually, who am I? Who am I? A most basic question. But actually, yes, I know where I came from in terms of my parents. But actually, who am I? What makes me me? What makes me unique? What are the values that I have that actually I'm not going to compromise on? Uh -huh. and, and, and why am I not going to compromise on those values? And I found that just understanding that really helped me in terms of understanding what is acceptable, what's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. um, and actually what might make me different to you, Dr. Paul? You know? Yeah. And that actually I can explain my difference. Uh-huh. And that that's actually that that's that that's okay. Because this is what my difference brings. So in terms of my values around fairness, around equity, around justice, this is what I bring to the table. 
because of who I am. Absolutely. And I heard that in your definition. It's success is not about what you have. Nope. What you've accomplished, how you compare to other people. It's about who you are. Yeah. And, it, and it's like who you are. And I always, I, I, I say when I'm working with, with people, I always say, I'm being comfortable in your skin, in your own skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, being comfortable uh-huh. with yourself, who you are. When you look in that mirror, you just need to, you need to know who's looking back at you. And when you're comfortable in that skin that envelops you, uh-huh. that is success. That is success. You get a, a you get a, a, a confidence about you that then enables you to to move forward and to perhaps step into places and environments that you wouldn't you wouldn't ordinarily go, perhaps to take risks that you wouldn't ordinarily take, to have conversations that you wouldn't ordinarily have. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. makes you stand firm and grounded when you know who you are. Just thinking about that, it inspires in me a sense of of peace. And Mm -hmm. it's like some of the fears just melt away. Because we get so tied up in things that don't ultimately matter very much. Absolutely. Have you noticed that? We, uh, we absolutely have, and we get so tired up in things that are thrown at us and bombarded at us from the media, from other people that are around us. Um, and at the end of the day, they don't matter. What matters is really understanding who you are. What matters is really understanding the relationships that we make and, and the relationships that we maintain and how we develop relationships. Right. And really standing in, in being present. Uh, and by that, I mean that when, when, we are, when we understand who we are and we are grounded, then actually I'm present in this conversation. I'm present in whatever that I do. I'm not thinking, oh, how is he perceiving me? Oh, I'm not quite sure. Well, I better stand back and just wait. Mm-hmm. Does that, does that make sense? Right, because that insecurity that comes up when we're worried about what somebody else thinks about me. Yeah. I, I love what you're suggesting here. Justin, if we could, if we could just shed all of our attachments to what we think other people think about us, and incidentally, they don't that much. <laughs> That's true. I mean... People express that to me all the time, this fear of what other people are thinking about them. I'm sorry, you're just not that important to them. They're not thinking about you. They're worried about what you think about them. Exactly. (laughs) And it's just this crazy cycle. So if we could shed that and have that confidence that you're talking about that comes from inside, it's an internalized, I know who I am. I know what I value. I know what I stand for. And then it doesn't matter what other people are thinking. And, and the, that was really important for me because I'm quite a quiet person. 
Um, some people would say I'm introverted. I'm not introverted, but I'm just quite quiet. I'm quite quiet in certain situations, mm-hmm. which would sometimes be perceived as she hasn't got very much to say. She hasn't got very much to contribute. And so there was a tendency for that to be a vicious circle. Because I was quiet, people assumed I'd got not, I hadn't got very much to say, so I'd keep quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I, I yeah. had to learn to, 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 as I said, to stand in my presence. I've had to learn to say, it's okay to be different. I am quiet, but when I've got something to contribute, boy, you will hear me. Yes. I will you know worth hearing as well yes oh I'm loving this Joseph when we come back from this break I I would like to dig a little bit more into some of those those strategies or those I think you call them life-changing habits yes your book and and get practical about how this can be applied. Does that sound good to you? That sounds fantastic. Have uh, folks, this is Jacinth Ivy at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take your positivity to a whole new level? I've been enjoying these conversations with my guests at Live On Purpose Radio. My own story about becoming more positive is something that I've shared in my book, Pathological Positivity. And right now, I'm giving the book away. You just pay for the shipping. Go to drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, and click on the big orange button right there that will get you a free copy of my book. You pay the shipping, I'll pay for the book. Sound like a good deal? Power up your positivity and get ready to see phenomenal changes in your happiness, your relationships, your business, every aspect of life. Enjoy this free gift from me. DrPaulJenkins.com. And we're back. This is Jocelyn Ivy at Live On Purpose Radio today. Jocelyn, when when we opened this conversation, I wasn't entirely sure exactly where this would go, but I love the direction. As as we discussed earlier, success is something that has to be defined by who you are, not what you do, not what you have, not what you've accomplished, not how you fit in, because you probably don't, mm-hmm. which is good news. That's it. Because uh, you've got to be different, right? That's right. In your book, It's Okay to Be Different, you talk about seven life-changing habits. Yeah that allow us to confidently step into that successful living where we feel comfortable in our own skin. We've already talked about the first. Yes. Yes. And that is acknowledge that you're different and that's okay. Do we have time in the short program that we're doing today for you to give us at least an overview of what the Uh, other six are? Yeah, we can certainly do that. So the, um, the, the second habit is discover your reason why. So why is a really big a really big question? Why are we here? What's our purpose? And 
And that's a question sometimes lots of us ask ourselves. Lots of people don't really know their purpose in life. And I kind of think, what is it you love to do? If you weren't going to be paid, what would you love to do that accords with your values, that accords with the direction? When you close your eyes and imagine yourself doing that, what is the feeling? What's the sensation that you get? And, and, and I always remember, I was working with a group of women and um, on a development program, and they came in and they reminded me of wilted flowers. And by the end of the program, they were absolutely blossoming and blooming. And I sat there and I thought, this is my purpose, to work with individuals, to develop them to, to a place where actually they can blossom and bloom and radiate. So discover your reason why. And that fits perfectly with live on purpose, right? Uh, abs- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You discover your reason why and your purpose, that's where you're going to live on purpose. Now you have to, to steer things so that you're going the right direction. Yes, yes, yes. And so... That leads me on to the next one, which is that be clear about where you want to go. Yes. So, you know, people may call it a vision, but be really clear about where you want to go. It could be with your career, with your life. We are holistic beings. So we can't compartmentalize our career with our faith, with our family. We are a holistic beings. So where is it we want to go? What does that look and feel like when we get there? And go back to that. So why do we want to get there? Because it needs to align with your purpose. Right. Which is what we clarified in, in habit number two. We call them habits. I think they're habits, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so very often people are very clear. They have a vision. They set goals. They have action plans. But somehow don't manage to achieve, don't manage to reach that vision. And that's because... The fourth one is choose to take action now. So we may put up, we may put things off, we may procrastinate, we may have an action plan, but we've not put any time limits, a time frame on it. We may say we'll do it tomorrow. Maybe we've not really broken the um, the goal down into small bite-sized pieces to make it achievable or attainable. Wow. And so we don't do it because it's all too big. And so basically, it's just saying, choose to take action and do it now. Because the most important action is number one. The first action, the first step is the most important. The first step isn't going to get you clear to the destination, but you can't get there until you take that one. That's correct. Sitting down, doing nothing. It's not going to get there. You know, Jocelyn, when, when I work with people from a psychological standpoint and, and I see the barriers that are coming up for them, one of the barriers has to do with your fourth habit here. Taking action sometimes gets postponed because we want to make sure we feel ready to take that step. Yes. Honestly, yes. when are you going to feel ready? <laughs> Never. And we want to make sure things are perfect. And it's never perfect. You know, and and I love that whole concept of good enough. Mm. You know, it's good enough. Move on it. And maybe ready enough. 
Yes. Yes. If, if this is actually new for you, then it is unprecedented and you're not going to feel ready because you haven't experienced this before. That's right. So notice that you don't feel ready. In fact, you know what? If you don't feel a little scared about taking that next step, you're not thinking big enough. Exactly that. Are you with me? I am absolutely, absolutely with you. Um, some of the biggest things I've done, I've always thought, oh, can I really do this? Will I show myself up? Will they like me? You know, all of these fears, will they like me? Will they say, I don't know what I'm doing? Fear, fear, fear. Take, oh. take a leap of faith. Take the action. Take action now. Can't wait to hear number five. What's up next? Number five is called Guard Your Mind. So we have so many conversations. Guard your mind. Guard your mind. Guard it. Guard it. This is sacred space up here between your ears. It absolutely is. And we have so much going on in, in our heads. So many conversations, some of them louder than others, some of them really quiet. And some of those conversations are influenced by others. Other people, yeah. other people that might mean you well, other people that might not mean you well. Influenced by things that we watch, things that we read through television, through the media. We're bombarded with information every second of the day. Yes. And our minds... Does it, do our minds know what to do with it? Our minds don't know good from bad, right from wrong. Well, we take in all of these influences, some of which are friendly and yes. not so much. So we have to use some discernment. Ah, that's in the way we allow to come in. You know what? I was talking to a group of parents about this recently, <laughs> one of our positive parenting coaching groups, which have just been fun to help people with their parenting and we're talking about screens you know tablets and phones and computers anything that has a screen and everything that you've invited into your home through that screen and we were encouraging these parents obviously to set some limits around that you wouldn't just go out and invite criminals into your living room but what do we invite into our mind through the media that we consume? Yeah. yeah. Guard your mind. Oh, mind. love it, I, Jackson. I, I, I have this um, other saying. So I was on Facebook a few weeks ago, and I saw this um, saying called distraction burglaries. And what's happening in the UK is that older people, so somebody comes to their front door, the older person goes to open the door, and then somebody else is around the back and goes into their house. So the older person is distracted. And I thought, that's what happens with our mind, is that people can distract you. Right. With their thoughts, with their views, with their opinions, with negativity. With negativity, they distract you. Yes. People who want to perhaps emulate you, copy you, they distract you to try and get into your mind. So guard your mind. You have to guard your mind. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we got two more still. We've got two more. So 
The next one is you are measured by what you do. So you set your targets. You know, we're in an age for those of us in corporate worlds as well, where we have performance management, we have KPIs, we have targets. But this is for you to set. What are your milestones? What are your measurements? How are you going to know when you are, how are you going to know you're in the right direction? How are you going to know how far you've traveled along that road if you don't have your milestones, if you don't know, have any measure? And you get to set those up. You, absolutely. Absolutely. Plenty, plenty that will be suggested to you by others. But remember, your measurement of success is who you are. Absolutely, yeah. And we've already talked about these habits about acknowledging that you're different and being clear about what your purpose is. And that then can help you to set up the milestones that will help you to know that you're progressing toward your goal, not what other people think you should do. That's that's absolutely correct. That's correct. And all of that, when you know who you are, you're really clear about your purpose because actually your pur- when you're clear about your purpose, purpose, the passion that comes from that really does drive you. You know, you're clear about your purpose. You're clear about where you want to go. You've chosen to take action now. You're guarding your mind in terms of the um, conversations and the relationships that you're having. You know the steps that you want to take and how you're going to measure it. That's going to reignite your passion. Mm. Reignite your passion to fulfill your dreams. Did we get all seven? That's it. We got all seven. Ah, I love it. Acknowledge that you're different. Be clear about your purpose. Figure out where it is that you want to go and then choose to take action now. Guard your mind and you're in charge of the targets. How you set up those milestones. That ignites your passion. And in that reignite your passion, when you achieve those milestones, celebrate. Celebrate whatever that is. If it's going out for a meal, if it's having a chocolate bar, whatever that is, celebrate, acknowledge that, acknowledge that milestone. Life is to be enjoyed. Yes, yes. Let's not wait. Enjoy it now. Enjoy it now. Right. Oh, I love it. Love it. Jacinth, you've got this book, It's Okay to Be Different. Yes. Ignite your passion, fulfill your dreams. How can people connect with that or with the other things that you're doing? Let's, uh, let's give them a way to contact you. Yeah. So I'd love them to go onto my website, jacinthivy.com. Download the ebook. There are some questions at the end of each of the chapters for you to answer. There's also a free assessment. So please take my free assessment online and contact me. Give me a call and we can talk. Oh, beautiful. We'll probably need to spell that. Jacinth, J-A-C-Y-N-T-H. Did I get it right? That's correct. And then last name, Ivy, I-V-E-Y. That's correct. JacinthIvy.com, and that's where they can connect. Yes, that's where you connect, connect. And I look forward to those connections. Oh, wonderful. 
Justin, thank you so much for your contributions to Live On Purpose Radio today. Is there anything else you would like to share with our audience before we sign off? I just want to say again, acknowledge that you're different. It's okay. And that difference adds value. Absolutely. Not only is it okay, it's absolutely essential. Absolutely. For all of us. Wonderful. Folks, you've heard it from Jacinth Ivey, author of It's Okay to Be Different, Reignite Your Passion and Fulfill Your Dreams. Let's all take this knowledge now and go do it. It's our turn to live on purpose.